Welcome to SF Sites Audio Podcast. In this review, we're listening to Blue Moon Rising Part 2 by Simon R. Green, performed by a full cast and produced by Graphic Audio. Blue Moon Rising Part 2 picks up right where the first installment left off, so make sure you listen to Part 1 before you listen to this one, because there's no previously on sequence to get you caught up. The first scene reintroduces us to the Princess Julia, who, like usual, is sticking her nose where no other princesses would ever dare. Princess Julia wandered down yet another dimly lit corridor, looking for the Seneschal. She needed something to occupy her time, and the Seneschal's expedition to rediscover the lost South Wing had seemed a heaven-sent opportunity. At last she spied him, scowling at a large and complex map, while a dozen heavily armed guards waited impatiently and practiced looking evil. But I seem to recall... Hello, Seneschal! Yes? Oh... Princess Julia, what do you want? I've come to join your expedition. Julia watched interestedly as the Seneschal rolled his eyes and shook his fists at the ceiling. Oh, it's not enough that the maps are hopelessly out of date. It's not enough that my deadline's been brought forward a month. It's not enough that I've been given twelve Neanderthals in chainmail as my guard. No, on top of that I get lumbered with Princess Julia as well. Well, I'm not putting up with it. I'm the Seneschal of this castle and I will not stand for it. I knew you'd be pleased. There's a lot of humor and fantasy satire in Blue Moon Rising, but a tremendous helping of darkness as well. In part two, things are going very, very bad for the Forest Kingdom. The magical sword of compulsion has disappeared. Demons are sneaking into the forgotten wings of the castle. Barons are plotting to overthrow the king. And the demons outside the gates of the castle are growing closer and uh, more persnickety. All this leads to a very, very tired King John, who's struggling to right what's wrong with his kingdom, but is just running out of strength. I've always done my best as king, but I was never really cut out for the job. No more is Rupert. But Harold, he could be the best chance this country's got to get back on its feet again. Even after we've thrown back the long night, the forest land will never be what it was before. Too much has happened. The barons have tasted power, and they'll not willingly give it up. Things will probably hang together for a while out of sheer inertia. But whoever succeeds me to the throne will have to be ruthless, determined, and much more of a diplomat than I ever was. Where I once commanded loyalty, Harold will have to fight and bargain for it. Meanwhile, Prince Rupert is off trying to recruit the exiled High Warlock into the Forest Kingdom's service, an effort which sends him through the demon-infested Darkwood for the third time, and finally to the High Warlock's tower. Like all the characters in Blue Moon Rising, the High Warlock at first seems like a fantasy cliché, until we see that he's a little bit slant. A sturdy rope ladder unfurled from the open trap door, and the high warlock began his descent. As Rupert watched, open-mouthed, the old man climbed agilely down to join him. <coughs> Seen close up, the warlock wasn't particularly impressive. Deep lines etched his narrow face, and his eyes were vague. What are you doing here? And why are all those soldiers cluttering up my view? We need your help, Sir Warlock. The Darkwood. Ah, terrible place, the Darkwood. It's so dark. The old man held out a hand, as if waiting for a shake. Rupert self-consciously raised his own, but then hesitated when he noticed a small cloud begin to form in the man's palm. A glass of white wine appeared in his hand from nowhere. Care for a drop? Uh, not right now, thank you. It's good stuff. I make it myself. See? Wait. All this stuff, the tubing, the glassware, it's not for your magic? What, all this? 
No, it's to make wine. Although one could say a fine vintage is like magic. <laughs> With the warlock in tow, Prince Rupert and his companions must fight their way back to the Forest Kingdom before the demons have a chance to progress any further and before the traitors have a chance to overthrow the king. Whew. Well, yet again, graphic audio shows how much fantasy adventure you can really pack into a five-hour session. And this tale leaves you on a terrific cliffhanger, so if you uh, listen to part two of Blue Moon Rising, fully expect to pick up the third and concluding episode of Blue Moon Rising part three. This series is chock full of spells and swordplay, battle scenes to keep any fan of high sword and sorcery happy, just know there'll be a few jokes taken at the genre's expense. We've been listening to Blue Moon Rising part two by Simon R. Green, performed by a full cast and produced by Graphic Audio. Reviewing for SF Sight, I'm Fred Greenhalgh.